0: Hey, this is Shamina. This is a two quick things podcast. Welcome back for another episode. It has been a heavy few weeks as most of us, or many of us, I will say, are still living under some level of shelter in place. And I'm praying for you if your state or county or city has lifted that because we're not ready. Um, so with that, I would encourage folks like the PSA. I'm no doctor. Uh, my certification is a, as a professional human resources, which is not medicine, but I think it's important to remind folks to keep washing your hands. Use your mask, even if they tell you not to. Uh, focus on your six feet of perimeter, your bubble, if you will. And now is not the time to be having parties or makeup events for the things that um, we did not get to celebrate with other people in the last two to three months. So there's the PSA on that. But with all of that's been happening, I've been thinking about being discouraged and what does that mean and how does that show up and how are how do I encourage other people as well as myself to move through the spaces where I feel discouraged because everything around me seems to be a shit show or on fire, if you will, and everything certainly is not, but sometimes it feels like that. So I wanted to share a few things that I have to remind myself of and thus I want to remind you of in times where you're feeling discouraged um, with anything that's going in life, be it this current situation, the climate in the world, or just anything that comes into your life that may seem uh, small to other people, but big to you and significant. And I also want to say, like, first off, it it only has to feel some way to you. It's not a comparing with other people. Like, I don't have it as bad as this, which I think it's easy to do that when, People are putting stuff out on social media or sharing things. Whatever issues or discouraging things that you have, be it big or small, they are important. They matter because they are yours. And when you have uh, people around you that are like, oh, that's a small issue, be mindful and thoughtful of those folks because they don't know all the the complex things that are going on in your mind at any given moment. So and if you're that person who's like, oh that's a small one and you're telling someone that their issue or concern is small, be be thoughtful around that. I'm not telling anybody to change, but you don't know what's going on with other people. So there's that. Um, So here are a few reminders of when I feel discouraged and um, some of these I got from my mom who is a gem. She's also a mathematician. I think I mentioned a long time ago when I say mathematician that means she used to go to casino and still could go and run numbers like nobody's business. But anywho uh, the first reminder of when I'm feeling discouraged. I remember that Rome was not built in a day and so I've seen this with My mom, as she's gotten older and she doesn't pick up things the way that she used to, she forgets some things sometimes. And I stop and pause and remember, I did not get to where I am in my career, in my relationship and marriage, uh, with my friendships in one day, because that's not, not how things are built. That's not how you work to establish a solid foundation. When you invest your time, your energy, and all of those things that you know, that you've identified, or you figure out along the way that require your investment, then you start to build a solid foundation. And yeah, sometimes you may realize that there's a crack in that foundation at some point, And then your job is to stop. Not feel like you need to rush to fill the hole because you may be filling it with sand and it needs to be filled with cement, with something solid, as opposed to just a plug for a momentary time. Sure, a momentary plug is fine, but in the long time, that foundation is going to continue to crack if you do not give it the attention and look at the support around it because sometimes one crack can lead to other cracks. So remembering that Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was I and neither was the life that I've built or tried to the relationships and friends that I've tried to surround myself with. Um, this next part is going to sound interesting because I have my, my last two uh, pieces of this are uh, something that hit home in the last week or two. Um, remembering that. So when I'm feeling discouraged, I try to remember that I am in charge as much as possible of my future. So. How I show up at work will good, bad, or indifferent dictate how people um or how I move through work. And I am in charge of the things that I say, and I am in charge of like using my words or not using my words in a certain situation. That goes for work, that goes for friendship, that goes for anything the self-talk that you have. Um, you are in charge of what you say to yourself. So if you're always like, my hair looks like this, or I feel like this, or I look like this, you're going to continue to ingrain those parts of you that you probably want to let go. But on the inside, you are not speaking kindly to yourself. But remember that you are in charge of what your future looks like for the most part. Um, The last thing I will, and hopefully this will be a pretty quick episode, but the last thing I try to remember is that I pay the cost to be the boss in my life and a good portion in my household, um, and I have an opportunity to choose every single day, every hour, every minute that this can be my day one, or my, or thinking about it as one day I will be. So let me break that down. So this can be the day one of I start speaking kinder to myself. This is the day one of I start actually getting up and moving my body and getting outside and getting some air. This is the day one or that I make up my bed every day. Let's go small goals. I make up my bed every day. Day one, this is it. Or you can wake up and have the, the choice to see everything as one day. One day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to get the passport. One day I'm going to wash my car. Again, it could be any of those things. But remembering that I pay the cost to be the boss in my life. And I can choose. It can be either one day or day 1. So, if this is day 1, day 1 is when I start I wake up, I actually get up when my alarm gets up. I don't hit the snooze three times and this starts my day 1. Or this can be like, oh, next week or oh, the first of the next month or oh, whatever the case may be. I think we all have to remember that we have an ability to choose either of those um I, I hate to say mindset cuz I'm not a super mindset kind of that's not the dialogue or the the um The language that I use, but think about it as that. Which one are you? Are you the day one? Are you the one days? And you can have a day one over and over and over again. It's not like you only get one day one to start if that makes sense. Um, it makes sense to me. So hopefully it does to you as well. So those are some of the things I try to remember. Um, when I, I get the inkling of being discouraged, uh, I guess maybe the last thing I thought the last one was it. But the last thing I think about is that I'm running my own race. And it doesn't serve me to compare myself to other people because I don't know what their journey has looked like from start to finish. I may say, oh, I wish I was in their shoes, but I don't know what kind of problems they have on, underneath. Um, I don't know what kind of demons they're fighting or, or battles they're fighting internally or externally. And so when I get discouraged and I want to compare myself to other people, I have to remember, you know, they say sometimes you got to go with the devil, you know. I know the devils that I know. I don't know what they're dealing with, what they're battling with, who's coming for them, who's hating on them or who who they're paying attention to. Um but my job is to pay attention to my own race, do things in my time, be loud or be quiet when I want to. Um and work and I don't have to work hard to not personally I don't have to work hard to not put things out on social media cuz I barely do that anyway cuz I don't like I generally don't like folks in my business and know what I'm doing. Um although I, I, I hear that it makes me seem mysterious. It's not that mysterious. I just don't want folks to all in my business. It's just that simple. But remembering that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you have the ability to determine who you pay attention to and who you don't. And as cliche as it may sound, it's it really falls into the like comparing yourself to the the you from a week ago, the you from a month ago, the you from a year ago, and that being your barometer as opposed to what this other person is and you don't know what they're going through. So I hope that's a, a few words and some a little bit of encouragement for folks who may feel, be feeling discouraged. You're not the only one. Lots of people have moments on and off of feeling discouraged and people aren't talking about it. So I'm, I'm Hopefully, sharing those little tidbits of with you about reminding reminders of if things not happening overnight, people, no one's an overnight success. It that's just not really how it happens. And generally, if you feel like you've heard folks to be like one day with nothing, and the next day they had all this x, y, and z, it's very likely a mess because people don't know how to handle that. Because no one, no, there's no class in high school or college or anything that prepares you for what a lot of people experience on the, on the come up, if you will. And folks learn the hard way. And we, sometimes we hear those lessons publicly and sometimes we don't. So remember, the grass isn't always greener. So do what you can and check in with who helps you make decisions, helps you get clarity on uh, those times when you're discouraged. All right. So I, I wanted to spend a little bit of time uh, thinking about the two. There's been a lot of Black death in the last few weeks. That's not even anything to do with coronavirus, COVID-19, if you fancy. It's just been people dying of natural causes, people being killed, murdered, uh, for no reason um, aside from the privilege of uh, other folks. The first one that hit me hard, and I was crying thinking about this, about a week ago when I first was reading about it was Ahmad Arbery and he was the, the gentleman I think he was in his like mid 20s who was on a job this is what this is what I know so I am no attorney I'm just reading as much as I can handle in terms of consumption because I can't read the whole thing I did not watch the video but this gentleman was on a run in a neighborhood in Georgia and was murdered by two white men a father and a son who thought that he was stealing something in somebody's house or a rash of burglaries that happened and he quote-unquote fit the description and really who gives a damn if somebody murdered not not murdered excuse me if somebody was stealing or something like that that gives no one the right to take someone else's life period but I've seen a lot of folks online doing the, I'm going to run 2.23 miles, because uh, I think that's maybe either how far he was running based on like a Fitbit or something. Again, I had to limit how much I consumed that, but it, it made me think about all of the, and he was going through like kind of what is a suburban uh, neighborhood uh, and it made me think of the times that I run through some of the neighborhoods because I don't run, especially with COVID nineteen all around. I don't want to run with a bunch of people around the lake that's by my house. So I run partially through some residential neighborhoods, and it it reminded me of all the things that I do to make myself small—not in size, but in like, in terms of being a threat. So I remember when I first started working out, I didn't wear like uh, leggings. I would wear like big baggy gym shorts and a hoodie because I was trying to uh, feel out what my body was comfortable with and what I was comfortable with. And now I realize I subconsciously wear other things so that it doesn't appear that I have any sort of weaponry or anything on me besides like my clothes and my phone because I'm listening to stuff in my headphones or that I smile like whenever I see mostly white people low key because they're the ones that are usually staring. I smile at them when I see them running around a head nod as opposed to like as a a sign of me saying I'm safe like you don't have to be nervous. I'm running. I don't have time to run after you for whatever the case may be. Or all these these nuanced things that I, I don't run too close to white folks. I I'm constantly looking around of is a car going to mow me down because racism is everywhere. Yes, it's in these, like, uh, southern states and these backcountry roads and and whatnot, but it's everywhere. High-key somebody, like, some dude in Sacramento recently wore his clan hood talking about it was a mask in the grocery store. So let's not pretend that it is not both overt and covert in all parts of this country, all parts of this world. So... Yeah, it's it's more uh in your face a lot of places, but it's everywhere. So I don't want to pretend like it's not. But it made me think and be a bit fearful for a few days of what it meant to run while black and to work out while I'm black and to be hyper aware of my surroundings and not get too close to people, with or without you know the the pandemic that's going on. And it made it and it feels still really scary and like I'm being like triumphant when I do go out and run I certainly tell wife what is my exact route and uh, I have an Apple watch so she can see kind of some of what that is and she can follow me on the Nike app as well but just being extra vigilant and checking in and making sure I'm not going down any um, uh, unpopulated streets or anything like that and I, I run during the morning because I don't feel safe running at night it doesn't make sense to to Put myself in an additional harm's way i have a few um former colleagues that are uh white and they're like well i get up and run at like five and i'm like it's not safe for black people to be out period but then you want me to be running like i'm running from something no 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 that that's not going to happen so i limit that amount of time as well and so it's just been heavy to think about and the other one is um uh, in terms of black deaths from people who are not famous or well known um during their life was Brianna Taylor, and she was murdered in her home. Uh, I'll just read what I found—a quick little blurb. Um, she was 26-year-old black woman living in Louisville, Kentucky. She worked as an EMT and wanted to become a nurse. On March 13th, 2020, mind you, we didn't find out about this until it didn't become public national news until far later, too late. Um, it shouldn't have been news in the first place because it shouldn't have happened. Um, But the Louisville police officers broke into her residence, citing a drug warrant for someone who did not live there. She was shot at least eight times while in her own apartment. And what they say, what they're saying, their current cover of the the most recent I heard was that they got the wrong address. Now, how the fuck do you get the wrong address when you coming in guns a blazing? How? How? That's a rhetorical question because nobody should have that answer. Um, It's sloppy. It's a it, likely intentional. I don't know the intentions of anybody. I just know that Miss Brianna Taylor is no longer on this earth because of this shit. And so it's these senseless acts that, and people wonder why black folks, um, and I, I will say black folks very specifically because that's the lens through which I see the world of my own, why we are skeptical of shit, why we're not trusting of white people. Come on come on. Like, I don't need to see another post from someone who's like, I'm running 2.23 miles. That's great. But what is your activism that's not public? Can you do anything that's not public or not tell your black friends about and just be a good and decent human being? Can you donate to a cause? Can you spend some time educating yourselves? Can you spend some time educating your family, your friends? Because they're in your circle. You might say it's not me. I don't have any friends like that. I bet you you do. I bet you you do, and I'm not even a betting person. But what are what are what are white folks doing in order to um ensure that this doesn't happen? What are you doing? I'll wait. I don't have that kind of time cuz I like to keep the sh- the show uh, fairly short. But those are two of the things. So when when people say like I'm tired of this, we are. I'm tired of having to speak people's names, but I will, Ahmad Arbery and Brianna Taylor. And those are just two that I know about right now. Unfortunately, there was, I think it was Sean Reed. That's the That's the most recent one, and that was somewhere in Texas. I don't know as much about that one. But I swear it's happening all the time, everywhere. And the shitty part of all of this, first of all, it's all shitty. But the fact that this stuff doesn't really come to light until sometimes months later because people are trying to cover things up it is exhausting it is exhausting to deal with this and it's interesting because it's not it's like I I want to talk about it but I don't want to talk about it but I want to know the white people that are around me that that you know and you're aware because I don't always want to talk about black pain I don't I really want to talk about black pain but I know it's out there and it exists And these are things that I need to talk to my nephews about as young black men. About, you know, when they're out and whatnot. They're not going out right now because they know better with this whole pandemic stuff. They know they get a whole ject in them, as my mother would say. Um, But it's really, it's tough. And so I recently, and it's hard even to bring it up with white people because then I'm like, I don't want your sympathy. I don't want a hug. Definitely not now. But I don't want to hug. I want I want you to do stuff with your white friends and your white your white group of people, because I I'm guessing that your the group of folks that you go running with is is not a group of black people. I'm just gonna bet if you took a pulse of who who they're following on their their Nike app or their iPhone or their Apple Watch, it's not a group of black people. So what are you doing in your community to to disrupt this and ensure that people that the voices of those who they're, they're out there that people just aren't listening. They could be heard, but people are choosing not to hear them. What are you saying to those folks? But anyway, child, let me get off this uh, episode. So um, speak their names. Unfortunately, we have to continue to do that to elevate the issues of racism um, that is um, held up by a shitty system. It was designed, the system is doing exactly what it's designed to do. Be shitty. Anywho. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for listening to this rant. If you feel uncomfortable at the end of this, good. I hope that it sparks a little bit of you doing something or a lot of bit of you doing something. You don't have to tell me about it. You could just do it. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, If you found the podcast, you know where to listen to, as I always say, but it's also on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts. Uh, You can slide into my DMs on um, Instagram under 2 Quick Things. Uh, and I will holla at y'all next week. Thanks. Bye.